those of you who have been in eating disorder recovery or are currently going through it know that recovery is far from linear. I mentioned in my update that I feel like I'm relapsing more than actually recovering, but I think it's important to remember that there is recovery in every relapse, and when you do relapse, it doesn't mean you're failing. It just means you're learning, growing, and becoming a stronger person. But before I continue, I want to define what a relapse is for those of you listening who don't understand. A relapse in eating disorder recovery is when person resorts back to their disordered eating habits or habits in general for instance overly obsessing about their weight if they struggle with bulimia which is a personal example they will go through the restrict binge purge cycle people can have constant negative thoughts regarding their body size weight and food and relapse can take so many different forms whether it's physical or mental. Every relapse is not the same at all. Warning signs can vary and coping mechanisms that work for one person may not work for the next, but it's important to know that everyone who does recover from an eating disorder will likely go through relapses. I want to talk about some tips that I found online to be really helpful when I do relapse, and especially for someone who, again, has a smaller support system and is recovering by themselves. I think it's important to make sure you have a plan, a direct plan of action that you can take when you do happen to relapse. I am not a professional though. I want to say that if you do have the financial ability to go to a therapist, doctor, social worker, really anyone that you can talk to, Cass, I really do recommend that. But I think that it's also important to share personal coping mechanisms because what works for me might actually work for you as well obviously it's kind of this trial and error but it's important to again just have a direct plan of action the very first thing that i think is so important to do is to let at least one person you fully trust know of the current situation and this is what i got from the national eating disorder site But this all ties back to your support system and who you trust and who you want to be open and honest with. You don't really need to go into detail, but it's important to understand that your support system is everything. Who you surround yourself with during recovery will make it or break it. And make sure you're surrounding yourself with people who encourage, support, and love you no matter what. And... I know I discussed in my update that it's really hard talking to my parents because they're the ones that kind of exacerbated my eating disorder. And it's hard to talk to my friends because they don't really understand what's happening. And But despite that, I do have a support system. And as much as I hate telling them and as much as I feel burdensome to my family and friends, I still try to make sure at least I tell one person. These people, no matter how much you might think they're annoyed and they're frustrated with you and they think you constantly fail when you do relapse, they will not let you quit and they'll remind you of how worthy you are and that you're more than just the way you look and you're just more than enough. My second tip is to physically list out all the reasons why you deserve recovery. And this ties back to 
journaling in whatever way you'd like, whether it's like a stream of consciousness or this concrete list. But for me, lists, they tend to be very effective because when you can't seem to think of anything positive, you can resort back to them, especially when you are dealing with the aftermath of a relapse. You feel like you failed, you feel worthless, and you feel just very disheartened and like you've made no progress within the last months, days, weeks, years, whatever. Physically write down a list that you can look at. You can write even just a letter to yourself when you relapse. I have a letter to myself that I wrote when I first started recovery and it lists a bunch of reasons why I should recover. And those reasons are my brother, my family, my friends, for my dog, so I can eat out with my friends and not feel guilty, or I can travel and not feel guilty about eating foreign foods, blah blah blah. Like it can be super silly because it's personal, it's only for you, and it's so helpful when you're in that negative mindset that you're in when you are dealing with the aftermath of a relapse. For me, like I said, I listed a bunch of things, but one of the main things is that I want to relapse from my brother. He is 13 years old, and at that age, you're quite impressionable, and what your family does, and he's surrounded by me all the time, like, I can influence him so easily, and I cannot imagine for him to have to go through what I went through because it's time consuming, it's literally mental and physical torment and I'm recovering so I can teach him how to appreciate himself and be an exemplar of that. The next tip I have is to keep a journal of triggers and again this applies to journaling, I think it's so important but include in your journal how triggers make you feel when they occur. Sometimes when you fall back into that diet mindset you tend to feel triggered and then that's when a relapse occurs you can write that down you can say oh I started mentally counting calories and that triggered me and therefore I relapsed I started thinking negative thoughts about my body about my weight blah 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 or I went to the gym and I compared myself to someone it, it can be very minor incidences but but everyone's triggers are so different and multi-dimensional and you have again just a physical item that lets you know when you might feel anxious or when you might get triggered so you can avoid those situations in the future. I have a couple more tips, one being self-care. It's again natural to want to fall back into negative thoughts and behaviors after relapse And it's important to remember again that you're worthy and you're deserving of recovery and you have to take care of yourself. So after, personally, after I go through one, I just find activities that make me feel good. For me, the number one activity is going for a walk on my favorite trail or bike ride. But it's also, sometimes you want to steer clear of exercising after you go through a relapse, trigger the whole binge restrict cycle that we want to avoid. So it's important to just find activities that you feel good and you can do in the moment, whether you like to journal or if you have a friend that you can see in five minutes, then go see them. Or if you want to watch a movie with your family, do something 
that you enjoy. I would then, after all of this, is to reflect on what happened, and this goes back to listing your triggers. Don't be hard on yourself though, rather turn your relapse into a learning experience and opportunity to do something different next time. Reflections help to build insight on what triggers we might need to look out for again, and that is where the list comes in because you want to remember those situations that can trigger you. And reflections can build insight on what we react negatively to and it will just prepare us more effectively and appropriately to cope with similar situations in the future. Honestly, the best thing you can do for yourself is just be selfish. Really be in the moment with yourself, reflect, go watch a funny video, call a friend, do yoga, color, walk, whatever you like to do. And you will notice over time that you recover from a relapse faster and faster. And eventually it'll get to a point where it'll be months between your relapses and then day and then years between them and then it'll never happen again. Possibly. But whatever point you're in right now, whether you're thinking about recovery or just started or have been in recovery for years, the relapses will happen and as unfortunate as it sounds, it really is representative of how strong you are and that you're learning. You're learning to unlearn die culture and what conditions you've been taught by your family, friends, your community. I know that it's tireless dedication and you really have to dig deep and find a way out of it, but recovery is something that you should feel so proud of. It's not easy, but it is so possible and so very worth it. And despite all the trouble that I've been through in the past month, I know that I deserve a happy and healthy life and that my body deserves love and respect just like I do. So I think it's so important to remember that and yeah, just keep fighting and I'm really, really proud of you whether I know you or not, but we're in this together. Those of you who have listened till this point, thank you so much. I know it's been a long time since I recorded an episode, and I actually wasn't going to record an episode today. It's currently 11, oh my god, it's 11, 11 p.m. Okay, I just made a wish, but I really wasn't going to record an episode, but I I don't know, I just felt a strong need to and a strong want to, so I did. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope to see you next week. Hey guys, welcome to Our Free Bodies. Today I'm going to talk about how to come back from a relapse in eating disorder recovery, and things to remember if you do happen to go through a relapse. It's been a while since I recorded. I uploaded a three-minute episode called A Little Break on August 11th, and it's been over a month since I recorded something, and a lot of things have happened. School has started. I'm a senior in high school, and I'm taking really difficult courses, but I really do love them. And I love my teachers and I love the community that my school has kind of curated. So I'm really excited for the year. 
I do have to do college apps and have to write a lot of essays. I feel a little behind, but I think that I feel it's weird because I feel a lot less stressed and less stressed than I think I should be. But I guess that's a good thing, and I hope I can hold on to this feeling for a little longer. But I feel like the next episode you're going to listen to, I'm going to just vent about how stressful essay writing is. But other than that, I kind of wanted to talk about my recovery process a little bit and kind of why I took a small break. I mainly just needed to focus on recovery because during the time last month, I wasn't doing so well. I was honestly relapsing more than I was recovering. And I was afraid that because I wasn't in the right mindset and that I was recovering from multiple relapses, I would say something that my eating disorder brain would say and it would be sort of a detriment to someone who is listening because eating disorders, talking about them, it's so taboo and you have to be so careful with your language and as someone who doesn't really edit their podcast because they hate the sound of their voice and what they say, it tends to trigger a sort of anxiety that I'm not saying the right things and I just want to make sure that my audience or whoever is listening doesn't get the wrong idea and can get a sense of comfort coming out of listening to my episodes and I felt that I could not provide that at the time so I just thought it would be best to kind of take a small break. I don't know why I need to explain that because my podcast is so small so there really isn't a need to explain anything because I doubt anyone really noticed. Another thing I want to talk about is my support system and I think part of the reason why I've relapsed quite a bit in the past few months is because my support network is getting smaller and is getting less concerned with my recovery process, which sounds terrible, but it's completely understandable. I feel quite burdensome when projecting my recovery process onto my family and friends because you know that saying that a problem shared is a problem halved like i don't want my my friends and family to have to deal with such a difficult situation and carry the weight of what i'm going through because it's really my issue but i kind of need to get over that because i know my friends and family want to help me and yada 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 but i think the main thing is that my support network is full of people who don't understand what an eating disorder is. If you guys are new listeners or if you don't remember, I am currently recovering from bulimia and binge eating disorder. On April 2nd, 2021, I started recovery officially. But at the time when I started recovery, my support system was quite large. I decided to open up to my friends and help my parents understand that what I was going through was very traumatic and everyone was so helpful and so supportive and I felt like recovery would be the most promising journey that I would go on. Unfortunately that lasted only about a month or two because I think that over time your family and friends tend to forget or they think that you're getting better if they see you physically get better. But 
for those of you who don't understand what an eating disorder is, it's a mental disorder and it can take months or years for someone to get over disordered eating habits or obsessive food thoughts, etc. And therefore, over time, for those who don't understand what an eating disorder is and is part of the support system of someone who is dealing with an eating disorder, I think they tend to believe that the person is that progress is linear and it's okay to step away from it. And I don't want to speak for people in my support system, but for myself, based on my perspective and what I've seen with my surroundings, it feels much smaller. I don't have professional help, which sounds like, why aren't you getting professional help? Like, you need someone to help guide you. Well, it's very expensive. I went to a therapist, I think, two months ago, and an hour is $200, maybe, probably more. And the people and therapists that you can get through insurance, they're just not as good and helpful. And I talked about just the financial burden that eating disorder recovery can, I don't know, place on your family and yourself. And unfortunately, that was an issue. I didn't feel comfortable with that, with my family supporting me that way. So I decided to recover on my own, which meant that my support network was really just people like friends and family who just don't know what's really happening. I'm kind of rambling, but what I'm trying to say is that I need to get over feeling burdensome and I need to be open and honest with my support network because I know that they want to help and they're willing to support me and help me get through what is probably the toughest time of my life. And I don't mean to sound dramatic, but I I think it's necessary because it has been just so hard. And I don't really know where I'm going with that, but basically I'm quite alone right now. I don't really feel ready to be so open and honest but I know I need to take that step forward sometimes it feels like my parents don't really care about my recovery anymore and they just want it to be over so when I do relapse I have to kind of sit with myself and reflect by myself because when I do tell them they just looked very annoyed or like, oh my god, this is happening again, like, this happened months ago, like, why aren't you making much progress? I think I just need to work on communicating a lot better, and I think that one of the ways, I was going to get into this later, but one of the ways that you can cope with relapse is, again, being honest and open with your support system, that's all I really wanted to say in terms of updates of recovery, I just hope I can communicate with my friends and family more and especially with my closest friends who I feel like my eating disorder is really an extension of my character. It has kind of built me in a way. I wouldn't say that I am my eating disorder. I don't identify with being a per like being a person with an eating disorder, but I will say that it has built me and who I am and my character and I feel obligated to tell my closest friends about it when I feel comfortable and I think that is the one thing that I'm really working on at the moment. I did go on kind of a tangent with support systems and my recovery so I think that I'm going to move on to ways you can cope with a relapse. (laughs) 